All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. We are keeping it rolling uh, with our NFL preview. Today we have the AFC North, uh, obviously one of my favorite uh, divisions and Sporty's favorite division, um, just because obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers are in the AFC North. Obviously last year was a tough one, uh, you know, losing to the Browns in the playoffs. Um, wasn't, you know, ideal by any stretch of the imagination. So, hoping for a bounce back year. Uh, Ben's back for another year. Prove the running game. Definitely O-line. It's going to be, you know, a little worrisome. But uh, defense is back, so ready to roll. So, fellas, let's jump right into it with the AFC North. Let's get after our top five players. Hadley, you know the deal. Go ahead, break it down. Oh, I know the deal. Here we go, Ben. Back on Chalk Talk, AFC North. Here we go. Number five, Jesse Bates. Um, one of the most slept-on guys in the whole league. Don't think people realize that he might be the best safety in the league outside of maybe, you know... Uh, honestly, maybe not even Jamal Adams anymore. I was going to say him first, but who knows? He could be the best safety in the league. He could be up there. Number four, Nick Chubb. Probably the second-best pure runner in the NFL behind the King, Derrick Henry. Um just a freak of nature, and happy to see he succeeded after that knee injury because, yeah, that was a scary one back back in the Georgia days. Number three, Miles Garrett, better known as Mason Rudolph's daddy. Um, absolute monster. Uh, glad to see that he has come to form, um, and he is an elite pass rusher for the Browns. Number two, the running back himself. I'm sorry for my words. When we first started this podcast, Lamar, I called you a running back. I did. But you're a great quarterback, too. Um, loved him in college. <laughs> slept on him a little bit his rookie year. He's a fantastic player, and that's why he's number two on the list. Number one, uh, hate to say it, knew that this was an absolute steal when they drafted him, um, TJ Watt. Uh, probably, in my opinion, Behind Aaron Donald, probably the best pass rusher in the NFL. Um, just disgustingly good on the outside. He gets he gets your quarterback almost every play. Um, and I think he is the reason why the Steelers' defense is top five almost every single year, it feels like now. He's the heart and soul. That's my list. Sporty, you're up. All right. Uh, number five, I got the running back from the Browns, Nick Chubb. Uh Guy's a hard runner. Uh, he's a three-down back for the Browns. If he doesn't get hurt, he should have a really good, really good year. Uh, four. He got hurt last year, but if he stays healthy this year, he will do good himself. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, LSU, LSU guy from – he's a transfer from Ohio State. Uh, it was sad he got – Got hurt last year. He was doing really well before his injury. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of weapons. He's got his old teammate uh, Chase to throw to this year, so that'll be a nice little combo, LSU combo. Burrow to Chase. We'll be hearing that a lot this year. Number three, uh, Lamar Jackson. Not the best quarterback in the world, but uh, keeps his team in it. Uh, with with Dobbins going down this year, uh, Lamar actually might have to be running more than than what he expected. So, as long as he stays healthy, 
he'll carry the he'll carry the team on his shoulders. Uh, second one out of uh, Miles Garrett. Uh, I know he made that that dirty play against Rudolph, but uh, you know that will never that will never be forgotten, never ever. But he is a heck of a player. Never takes it uh, down off a playoff. His, his motor just keeps going and going. And number one, T.J. Watt, the uh, Wisconsin Badger, Big Ten guy. Guy, the guy's an animal. But uh, hopefully, he had hopefully Watt has a good year to stabilize the Pittsburgh defense. I'm not like I said, their defense should be really good, really good. Just not sold on the. Steelers offensive line, so hopefully he can wipe and stabilize the uh, Pittsburgh uh, defense. So those are my top five AFC North players. All right. Your, uh, All right. Um, yeah. So a lot of a lot of the same names here, uh, but number five for me, I'm going to go with Mika Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, huge, huge playmaker. You know, up from the safety position there. Um, Hadley, I know you said you know right place, right time. It does you know it does seem like he is you know right place, right time. I don't know, just kind of just knowing that he's on the field, kind of just you know at least you know at least for the Steelers. You know we haven't had, I mean we haven't had a really okay. How, how do I want to put this? Somebody back there as as big name as like you know like a Troy Palmo there at safety. I mean we we've had safeties who you know can can make plays, but just knowing that you know Fitz is back there. It's just nice because you know you know he's going to make a play. He's going to be there. He's a ball hawking safety. He can come up and stop the run. So I mean, it's it's nice when you know it's nice when having him back there in the secondary. He you know he's just hey, he's a playmaker. And, Go ahead. And you you know like being lucky in football isn't always a bad thing. So right. I mean, look at Tom Brady. So if, yeah. if he's going to be lucky, he's going to be lucky. He's he's a good player. I'll give it to him. Yeah. But I do like uh, you know the Steelers get getting after him, and you know he's had a couple pick sixes, so um, he's definitely helped the Steelers defense in a, in a huge way here. Um, number four, I'm gonna go with Nick Chubb, tough runner out of Georgia. Obviously, the Browns running back. Uh, you know, 75% of the time he's gonna touch the ball, and I think you know Cream Hunt might you know touch it about 25%. But for the most part, Chubb's the guy to go to. He runs hard and. Um, you know, he's not just that, even though he's, you know, a little bit shorter, just like all running backs are, he is a thick, tough dude to bring down. Like he is, he is stocky and he is, he's muscular. Like he, he's definitely tough to break, to bring down. So sometimes you get some of those, those speedy backs who are a little short and they're easy to take down or you have like, you know, the big slower running backs. I think Chubb's like right in the middle of that. He's got speed, he's got strength. So He's definitely a real tough runner, and he's going to really help out the Browns' offense. Staying there in Cleveland, I'm going to go with Miles Garrett. Obviously, coming off the edge, he's real tough to stop. Um, his first move, you know, he can beat you inside out. Um, you know, he's his. You know, his goal is to get to that quarterback, obviously, and and, and no one's going to stop him. Even through a double team, he can he can split those. So, um, the Browns definitely have two uh, strong pass rushers there at the DN spot in Clowney and Garrett. So I got Garrett at number three. Number two, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. Uh, like Sporty said, he's going to, you know, 
the loss of Dobbins is going to hurt, but I think Gus Edwards might step up in there. Um, and I don't know. I think, I don't know, some, sometimes it's iffy with Jackson. Sometimes he's, you know, pretty accurate. But then sometimes I only trust him to throw, you know, a little out route on a play action to, to Mark Andrews. I mean, sometimes his, his, his long ball isn't the best. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how he progresses throughout his year uh, throwing the ball or his career, and this year, uh, throwing the ball. Um, but, he, you know, he, he is a solid quarterback. I, I See, I don't know. I don't know if I want him. Hmm. There's a bunch of different guys you could, you know, say are the top five. I would say, Hadley, where, where would you put him if you had to rank the quarterback? Oh, man. I, I was literally just talking to my dad about this. I, I would say top ten. <sighs> Uh. <laughs> he's seven. He's probably six or seven for me. I was gonna say he's definitely top ten. Top ten for me. I would say probably. I mean, I, I mean, what do you guys think? I would say Mahomes, Rogers, and then I mean, probably, in my opinion, be Russell Wilson, but then Josh Allen. Josh Allen is yeah. that fair for you guys? There? Yeah. Well, as long as you have those four, it doesn't. Yeah, we we don't right. even have to put those in order. It's just trying to think of better quarterbacks than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but um, then I mean, I personally still think Brady's up there. Brady, yeah, Brady's definitely up there, and like, I would still put Deshaun Watson up there. See, that's where that's no, where it gets close. Like, like Watson like, or Lamar is a tough question. Yeah, but you can't, hey, you can't forget about Justin Herbert. See, that's oh, well, he's gonna prove it this year for sporting. Right, yeah, right. So it's like it's like Jackson, Watson, Herbert. It's like it's guys like that where. And like Kyler Murray, Dak, Dak. There's just there's a bunch that you know they're really good. It's just like they aren't gonna separate themselves. So like I would say the right. to- the top four are pretty much like locked in, and then I would probably say Brady will pro would probably get there to five. So I think I don't think you can put Lamar Jackson a top five quarterback. I just don't think you can do it. And Six to ten for I, sure. I would say top ten. Um, and then, heck, even some of these rookies might even like turn out to be, you know, some some really good quarterbacks down the stretch. But I, right now, I think it's fair that Jackson is top ten, not top five. So that's why I have him at number two um, in my top five players of the FC North. And then number one, sticking it back in the Berg, um, TJ Watt, obviously uh, coming off the edge there, you know. Statistically, probably should have won Defensive Player of the Year. I'm all right with Aaron Donald just because he's a pit guy, but at the same time, I think T.J. Watt deserved it. He's really going to, you know, help the Steelers defense between him and, you know, Devin Bush and Fitzpatrick and the rest of the guys on the D line. I think I think this Pittsburgh defense is going to be pretty good, um, pretty solid. And they're going to keep them in a lot of games this year. So that wraps off, or yeah, wraps off, wraps up the top, <laughs> wraps up the top five uh, players here in the AFC North. So let's jump now to our top. I guess we should break it down top uh, top four teams. So let's break down all the teams in the AFC North. Um, Sporting, I'm going to start with you. Go ahead, give us your uh, your power rankings of the AFC North. Uh, I think it's going to be a very close AFC North here. Uh, I hate to say it, but I think the Browns are going to take the division. I have them at 12-5. Then I have the Steelers at 11-6. The 
Ravens ten and seven, and then the Bengals at eight eight and nine. So those are my power standings for the AFC North. Yeah, this one's definitely tough to rank. I feel like, I mean, heck, even the Bengals. I mean, I'm not saying that they're gonna you know jump into that top three spot, but they're it's not like they're gonna be you know a lot of games <clears throat> behind the, the, the you know the third place team here. They're gonna contend, and they might only be you know. They're going to be within, you know, two, three, four games of the of the uh, third place finisher here. So it's not like the Bengals are going to go two and fifteen and just, you know, completely, you know, run away with last place here. So Hadley, go ahead, break us down uh, your power rankings of the AFC North. So mine is very similar record wise to Sporties, but very different uh, ranking wise. Um, number four, I'm going to go with the Bengals at six and eleven, coming in last. Uh, I'm just not sold on Zach Taylor. I am sold on the talent, um, but I think this is the year he gets fired. Um, so six and eleven for the Bengals. Third place, uh, you know, I have to hate him. It's not anything against them, but uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers at ten and seven. If their playbook's anything like last year, is just way too way too predictable. I mean, I know you guys are Steelers fans. It was the worst undefeated team through that stretch of a season. That's probably the worst two and O team I've ever seen. Um, terrible, terrible playbook that finally got read by the end of the year. Um, just crosser routes and nonsense. Um, but I, I do think that changes a little bit this year. I love the rookies. Um, Ten and seven is fair, in my opinion. Number two, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns at eleven and six. Um, you know something about Browns going to Browns, man. I just don't see them coming in first in the division. Um, as good as they are, it's Browns going to Browns. And I like Baker. I'm not too high on him. I love the defense, and I love the weapons. But something about it. Um, number one, I got the Baltimore Ravens. 20 straight preseason wins. Um, decent feat. Um, I think that's going to translate straight through the regular season. I think they will win 12 games. I think J.K. Dobbins hurts big time. But they paid Gus Edwards for a reason. He's going to come in and... Dude averages almost five, six yards carry. It's incredible. Um, we're super big on Lamar Jackson this year. Love the defense. Ravens first place. All right. Well, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to go with, you know, obviously state the obvious here. I'm going to put the uh, Bengals at four. I'm going to put the Ravens at three. I think, you know, the loss to Dobbins is, is going to hurt them, but they are still a real, real solid team. That's where I think this is definitely, obviously, this is definitely going to be the year. I mean, every year's, you know, interdivision games are, are huge, obviously playing each other twice. But I think this is going to be the year that, you know, really, really dictates order here. Um, you know, with the, with, with, well, actually, with both teams playing, or with all, all four teams playing the Chiefs, and then all four teams playing, like, you know, the Packers, the Vikings. Um, there's not a whole lot of room for air here, and you know, playing each other, um, you know, twice, it's definitely going to separate, or it might not. Maybe they'll all split against each other between the Steelers, Browns, and Ravens. But uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be very, very, very tight this year. So I got Ravens at at the three spot. Going to go with the Browns at two. Um, obviously, the Steelers' loss to the Browns last year was really, really atrocious and, and pathetic. Um, 
I I don't know. I for me personally watching that game, obviously it was Steelers beating up on themselves. And you know, you just can't do that. I mean, obviously the Browns deserve to win the game. But I just I don't know. I just feel like, you know, that 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 game was going to be, you know, it's all the Browns. But I don't know. I just I think, you know, Mike Tomlin I think they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to struggle there on the offensive line, like we said. But you can never count out Mike Tomlin. You know, he can, you know, never has a losing record. Um, and, you know, I think we can definitely rely on him to, uh, you know, right, right the ship, I guess, if, if we should say that, and uh, get the Steelers focused and ready to go. So I, I really like the Steelers here at the number one slot. Um, defense is, you know, solid. I mean, obviously Ben's back for another year, but that that definitely helps the Steelers. Um, and then you know they improve their running running game. Wide receiver core is pretty deep. It's just a matter of how that O line is going to stand up. And I, I I do like the Steelers, you know, to, to beat the Browns twice this year. Um, and I think that's what ultimately is going to help them secure the number one spot. So Steelers, Browns, Ravens, Bengals in that order. I said it here first. Interesting, interesting thought here, fellas. I just thought of something. Yes. So the Steelers started out what last year, ten or eleven? No. Some, yeah, something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Imagine if they started out zero and ten, okay, and they just had this really, really bad year. Would they almost be in a better position, doing awful last year, for the future? Like, I feel like their future is kind of in question, just with this year's quarterback class and it's been going to stay and how long. Yeah. Like. If they were awful last year, I feel like fans would have more optimism this year and going forward. It's kind of weird. I feel like if there was a year to tank, it was last year. Right, right, right. Well, you know what? I think for me personally, I, th- I think I like the fact that they got Harris. Right, yeah. He is a he's a franchise he, running He is a franchise back. running back. Um and I don't know. Maybe they'll find find their guy this year. Uh, like we said in the college football preview, I was big on Phil Dracovic. Um Just a big, big dude. He's tough to bring, you know bring down. It's kind of Big Ben esque. He's got that strong arm. So I mean, if he's there, if quarterbacks start to go in the first round, and he's there for the Steelers, I'm all for them taking Dracovic. You know, I was all for them taking Mason Rudolph because, again, he's a big guy. He likes to sling it downfield. Just really hasn't had, you know, the opportunity to sling it down the field. I, I think in this in this offense, Mason Rudolph might not fit as well just because he is used to, you know, dropping back and just, you know, airing the ball out. Um, obviously, he's, you know, he's had his games, but he's also struggled. So I mean I don't know. Moving forward, um, I don't know what I don't know what the plan is here. But uh, if if I'm telling you if Dracovic's there, you take him. You take him in the first round. You take him. All right. And I hey, like and, and I said to take Rudolph in the first round the year they drafted him because I was scared that he wasn't going to be there. Fortunately, he fell. So that way the Steelers could get him. But uh, but yeah, something's I, wrong there. I don't think they just never. He's never gotten to display any arm talent. That's the only problem. That, that and that's the thing. Like, you know, it was it was just oh, drop back, and then just you know, hit hit the, you know, check down and just you know maybe throw it to the running back or or not. It it was never, you know, letting his you know wide receiver 
go down the field and letting him just stand back in the pocket and just sling it. Like that's what he did at Oklahoma State. He found James Washington. If you if you watch his college tape, the dude is impressive. He put the ball on the money. Yeah. James Washington just rammed down the field and, and you know and that's why when they got you know him too, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a nice one two punch. Just bring it back into the you know bring it up to the pros and they got that chemistry. But I don't know, especially with Feekner, man, it, he just I don't know when, when Ben went down. I think you know. I think they kind of panicked and they just didn't want to take any chances. And, you know, even we saw, you know, Hodges, like he didn't get a chance to really sling it downfield too much. But I don't know. It's almost like Fiesner just said, all right, your job is to check it down to Jalen Samuels and that is it. Exactly. Exactly. Or there was like eight to 12 yard crossing routes that they like, you know, would throw, they do some play action or something or, you know, Whatever it was, it wasn't more yeah. than like a. It was all throws were like under twenty yards. Like it wasn't. I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan of it. Um, Sporty, what's your thoughts on uh, what the Steelers maybe should do here in the upcoming draft? If you know, or depending on where they're going to be at, um, what what would you look for for the Steelers? Uh, I don't. I'd say uh, maybe. Uh, Backup running back for uh, Harris. Backup running back. And so you, they, don't, okay. they, don't really, they don't really right. have a, a true backup. I can't, can you guys name Pittsburgh Steelers backup right now, running back? I cannot. Yes, yes, you can. Benny Snell, Anthony McFarland. Now, there's usually, See, the only problem with the there's Steelers one is... Guy. There's one guy they, that's usually a backup. Well, Mike right. Tomlin loves just pounding a guy. Look at Bell. He, he didn't need a backup. Right. I think that's how Harris will be. I don't. I don't think that they necessarily. I mean, I don't know. They need. They need young offensive linemen. That that's that, yes. that that's the right answer. Yes. I mean, maybe get a running back if you want a backup running back. Somebody solid who falls. Get, get one in the middle. Get one in the middle. That that yeah. That's the, that's the smart move. I, I like that. Yeah, that's okay. Fifth pick. I was gonna fifth say if, if you're draft. taking a, if you're taking a running back in the first round again, I was like, whoa, they're sporty. <laughs> yeah, they, they need some. They need some offensive. A young stud. With their first first pick in twenty twenty two draft, right? At o- offensive lineman, right? Yeah, and then later on you can go get a run, yeah, like, like the fifth, fifth round or third third or fourth, yeah, third or fourth round, anywhere from three to five, you can go get a backup running back. But uh, you know, speaking about the draft, we're gonna bring up our our rookie report. Uh, Sport, do you have any any rookies on a uh, high watch alert for this uh, season? Yeah, I got. I got one for each team. Go ahead. Uh, I go with uh, Ravens. Uh, ben Cleveland. He's a left guard. Uh, don't know if we'll start though, but he should get some playing time this year for the Ravens. Did you guys hear of him before? Yes. Yep. yep. All right. Browns. I'm gonna. Sorry if I pronounce your name wrong. Uh, Odafe, how do you pronounce that? Odafe. Odafe. Owe. Owe. He's a uh, edge rusher. Uh, I think he's injury prone. But the Browns did get him. Not really. Uh, he should get some playing time this year. I mean, the Browns will have one of the probably the best best D lines in in the NFL. He plays for the Ravens, Sporty. Odafe? 
Oh, he does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> he's, he's the one from Penn State. It's Jason Owe. Yeah, it's Jason Owe. Uh, okay. I don't know why I put the Browns. That's all good. Hey, it's okay. I don't have one for the, I don't have a guy. All right, Brown. so no, no Browns on rookie here. So go ahead, go ahead, jump to the Bengals. Bengals, one and only, Chase, the receiver from LSU. Okay. That guy might be whoever drafted him in fantasy. They might be the. I might Chase might be the steal of the draft. Potentially. Burrow, Burrow will find him numerous of times every game. I'm, I'm going to say. He averages eight catches per game. That's, that's my guess. Eight. Jeez. Also, Shope got him on waivers. So. Eight. Yeah, I was uh, say, yeah, Shope did get him in, on waivers in my league. I'm guessing eight. Between six and eight catches per game. That's my guess. I think Kutz dropped. I think Kutz yes. dropped Chase. And I thought I was being smart, and I thought no one else saw it. But the <laughs> next morning it said unsuccessful, and I was, I was sad. <laughs> Wait, why did he drop him? Uh, <laughs> I forget for what. Right. Uh, I forget who it was. Maybe it was it. It wasn't like a. I don't know. I forget. I don't even want to guess. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> All right, so you got yeah, you got Chase Steelers. with the Bengals, and then go ahead with the Steelers. Uh, Harris. Yeah, I was saying that guy will that, that guy will run people over. But on the other hand, I am not so on the offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is that is correct. That's true. So I don't know. I do know in one preseason preseason game. Big Ben let Harris out the drive by defensive black against the Lions. So I I don't know. I'm not totally sold on Harris this year yet. He's got to, he's got to prove me wrong. So if yeah. he does, then kudos, kudos to him. <laughs> but Big Ben better better not leave him out the drive like he did in the preseason game. Oh yeah, on those on those checkdowns, kind of out in the flats. He now. got he got crushed by by defensive back. I mean, hammered. Yeah, he could have got hurt. Yeah. That's true. All right. Hadley, go ahead and break us down your uh, rookie report. Okay, so I had four. I'll make them quick, but Najee was one of them. So, yes, Najee is going to be fantastic. Number two on that team is Pat Friarby. Mm-hmm. He already started in the preseason. He's going to catch some footballs. He's going to be a stud, and it makes me mad. I still stand on it that the Steelers needed to draft elsewhere during those two picks, but, I mean – Face the facts, they're going to be phenomenal players, so they didn't miss. Right. They just maybe went for the wrong area. Right. Number three, I think everyone's forgetting about him a little bit, is JOK. Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa for the Browns. For the Browns, yeah. Um, yep, I think he's going to be really good. Um, got a lot of versatility. Kind of like an Isaiah Simmons situation, though. they got to use him the right way. Um, and number four, let me tell you, boys, I'm calling this way early, and you're going to be like, wow, how did he know that? Evan McPherson, kicker for the Bengals. I would say kicker, yeah, from Florida. He's fantastic. Apparently, he's been turning heads in training camp. He's my fantasy kicker. Can't wait for him to be kicking 60-yard bombs this year. I know special teams isn't the sexiest thing, but he's going to be a sexy player this year. Just wait. All right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I just had one guy here, and it's Najee Harris. I mean... His success, I mean, obviously he can he can do a lot of things by himself, but at the same time he's going to need that O-line, so I think that's definitely going to make make or break, you know, him maybe having a rookie of the year season compared to just, you know, really, you know, a pretty good season. I think that's what's going to dictate that as, as that O-line. And then back, just real quick comment on uh, Jason Oway here, um, you know, one of Sporty's rookie, rookie watches. For his size and, you know, 
but his forty time was, you know, insane. You look at it, yeah. you're looking at his, you know, size, and you're like, are we sure that was him? But I, you know, I don't know what he's listed at. But hit when at his pro day, his forty time was highly. Am I correct? He ran a four. Did he run under a? He ran like a four four, didn't he? Yeah, I mean him, Micah, all those guys just flew on that combine day. Like, so like, that's insane for especially he's he's a DN, correct? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah that I is, mean, that is nuts. in in the Ravens scheme, he's going to be like a TJ Watt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to so. be a standing outside linebacker. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, watch out for the Ravens Ravens defense. I mean, they're going to be. I think I think you know that's the one thing in this division, maybe beside the Bengals. Is is defense? Defenses are going to be pretty solid across the board yep. in the AFC North. So, um, and just real quick, uh, I think we're going to finish things off here. Um, obviously, we talked about you know interdivision games being huge. Um, you know, they might split against each other. You know, they might you know that home field advantage might might you know make or break the game. Um, let's look at some other games uh, that involve one AFC North team and you know you know maybe another team from another division so we're looking at uh, some outer I guess we should say outer division games if that's the correct terminology um, sport you got you got like you know anywhere from like two to three for us I got three three random the dawn okay go ahead two or the first week of the season first game of the season I apologize you got the Steelers Bills, okay? Mm-hmm. That's the September twelfth. Yep. Another September twelfth game. You got the Browns and the Chiefs. Two AFC North teams might be zero and one to start the season. That is true. That's that that, that that's you know I think that's a, there's a high percentage of that. Um, you make a good point there. And then my last game, the third game. Should be a dandy of a game. However, you like this one. Colts and the Ravens on October 11th. Yeah, well, I really like that because you actually just took all three of my games. So we just did a little two for one there. Two (laughs) birds, one stone. And you know what? I only had two games and he took my two. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I mean, just to make a quick comment on that. I mean, Steelers, Bills, that's going to be a real even game. Uh, and it, it's really going to, you know, obviously it's game one, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of room for improvement, but I think it's going to, you know, dictate, you know, what, what are we going to expect from the Steelers? What, what, how are the Steelers going to look, you know, early on in the season? I mean, obviously Tomlin, you know, and everybody, they can make changes and stuff, but you know, how are they going to come out? How are they going to start? Are they going to start off strong or they, you know, are they going to look like the Steelers we know, or are they going to struggle against the Bills and then the Browns? I mean, again, are the Browns here to stay. I mean, obviously, that's going to be tough to tell against the Chiefs. I mean, I got the Chiefs winning that game, but uh, it's just a willingness of, are they going to keep it close? Are they going to be able to hang? So, um, yeah, you know, four of your top probably seven teams in the AFC are playing uh, in week one against each other. So that's that's kind of nuts. But, uh, Hallie, do you have any final comments about those games? Yeah, I mean, with, with the Steelers game, um, I'm definitely curious to see if they do anything about Diggs because they definitely did last year, exactly. um, assuming he's healthy. Yeah. The Browns, Chiefs, I mean, that's a potential AFC championship, um, so that'll be interesting. We'll see if the Browns roster really is as good as we think. 
And the Colts Ravens, I mean, the Colts have been excellent against the run game the past few years. So I, I know the Ravens won the game last year, but it wasn't an impressive fashion. I want to see, obviously, I don't want to see it, but I want to see if the Ravens can dominate on the ground against a team that good against the run. All right. All righty. So I think that concludes uh, the AFC North. Um, next pod, we will be looking at, I believe it's the NFC South. So we got uh, Tom Brady and and the Bucks. Um, we have, you know, I would just maybe maybe call that one. I guess the the Bucks in in this scenario. I mean, I don't think really the other three teams have much of a chance. But uh, you know, Saints are kind of rebuilding. Panthers are going to be Panthers, and and really the Falcons. I mean, I don't know. I guess they're going to be the Falcons as well. So. Um, NFC North or NFC South uh, next pod here uh, on Chalk Talk.